escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad, ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello there and thanks uh, for joining us on PM Express and here on the Join News Channel we are opening up once more the conversation about the limited registration exercise. The opposition political party, the NDC, is leading the charge with some other uh, opposition political parties against what they are describing as the EC's uh, likelihood of disenfranchising uh, a significant uh, proportion of the voter population going into the 2024 elections. But what's the basis of all this claim? We're about to go into that right now as we have this conversation on, you know, the voter registration exercise. And I'm parking the NDC opposition uh, to the modalities being set in place by uh, the Electoral Commission. So here, here we have a picture and a projection of likely the number of people we are expecting from uh, tomorrow, which will be in the next 24 hours, as we uh, are expecting that the EC will open up its centres to register new and fresh voters onto the national electoral roll. Now, the projected registrants that we're looking at is the staggering amount of uh, 1.35 million individuals who are likely to make it onto our new electoral roll. Now, there's uh, an implication for this, because for those of you who need to know about the entire exercise, the Electoral Commission will be using uh, just a period of about three weeks, right from next week, or I mean this week, I should say, uh, all through to next and the week after, uh, and wrapping up the entire exercise on October 2, this year and that of course will open up 
the opportunity to first-time voters to begin by participating in our local-level elections. But beyond that, there's the bigger picture about, you know, uh, the national elections or the general elections, which will be coming off uh, in 20. 24. So beyond that, we know that uh, this decision by the EC is to have the exercise take place in all the district uh, offices across the country. And that's why they're dealing with 268. And this is the source of the entire controversy that we have coming up. And the reason for which the likes of the National Democratic Congress are heading to court or are already in court asking the courts to intervene because they believe that this is not a genuine, uh, or if we would have to use a more polite word, this is not a feasible um, structure that can contain this projected amount of 1.35 million individuals in terms of doing that registration uh, within a period of three weeks. Now, we'll get to the arguments being made shortly because that's a crucial comp component uh, of the reason why uh, we're seeing the National Democratic Congress and the Convention People's Party, as well as the APC, joining that great force to say, well, we want to be a part of a grand coalition, in, 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 including the Liberal Party of Ghana, uh, to head to court and to say that, well, you need to consider your process. The great consolidated party, the GCPP, is also in this exercise. So you have one, two, three, four, five in all political parties asking the EC to reconsider his decision to just, uh, uh, of course, limit the entire exercise of the registration, limited registration exercise, to 200-plus offices across the country. They believe that it's not enough to deal with a, sig uh, a significant uh, number of 1.35 million people who are likely to turn up at these offices to say that they want to be captured on the electoral roll. It's the reason for which the NDC is going to court. And part of the reasons why the NDC is leading the charge is they would to inject and to restrain the EC from proceeding with the uh, registration uh, of this uh, new and fresh voters at their district offices. They've missed that opportunity because the exercise is commencing in the next 24 hours. And beyond that as well, another relief is being sought, asking uh, for, you know, uh, the registrations to be done in all electoral areas across the country. Number of registration centers that the Electoral Commission will be dealing with. And we're telling you about the arguments they're making, the arguments that they're making regarding, you know, capacity and funding and uh, the implications it will have for the EC itself. But the NDC, together with this five political, uh, four other political parties, believe that the Electoral Commission's decision would actually deprive many uh, of these eligible, uh, eligible voters of their right to participate, first of all, in the exercise and make it in time for this three-week window that the EC is putting up. And the EC, uh, they want the courts uh, to restrain them, sort of, uh, to try as much as possible uh, to halt their uh, decision to proceed with the exercise, regardless of all the challenges and the concerns that they are raising uh, with the process. So this is en encapsulating the entire concerns that, you know, this party, five in all uh, of the political parties are raising going into the exercise. So let's give you a sense of uh, some of the pronouncements by key figures leading the charge. And the picture you see there is the picture of uh, Sami Jemfi, who happens to be the National Communications Officer for the NDC. And what's his point? He's making this simple point that they are arguing and are informing, uh, you know, uh, are being informed by the, by the courts that there's another challenge that they would face now because 
just look at it. The registrar of the Supreme Court is unable to set a due, uh, due date for, for the hearings of the application uh, because the matters will be moved to a later day, which will be decided by the Chief Justice of the Republic of Ghana. It's the reason for which the NDC is arguing that there is or there might be a sinister move by the Electoral Commission just to go ahead with the exercise, try as much as possible uh, to you know, bulldoze their way through in spite of the concerns that they have. And that's why the NDC is robing in the courts to say that courts plaintiff have been informed by the Registrar of the Supreme Court that due, uh, the due date for the application for the interlocutory injunction, which they were seeking for to hold the exercise before uh, the, the uh, proceedings begin in the next 24 hours, to be moved uh, and will be given on Monday upon the express instructions of the Chief Justice of the Republic of Ghana. And part of the reasons that we heard was that the Chief Justice was not in the country, and now we know that she's back because uh, she made an appearance at the function today. So there's hope for the NDC. Beyond that as well, you know, the, uh, there, there are concerns and arguments being raised uh, by the NDC together with these four political parties on certain grounds. Part of the grounds is that they, the, due to issues of proximity in certain areas where you have, for instance, such a, a front plains, uh, the district office of the Electoral Commission appears to be a bit far away. It will be a challenge for many of those who are being urged to participate in the exercise, uh, you know, from getting to the district offices in time to register giving the numbers that we're also expecting. Then, there's also the point about, you know, the call for registration at electoral areas instead of having them being done at the district-level uh, uh, offices, where, of course, they believe that through that we'll be decentralizing the process and giving way to more and more people to uh, come up. And eventually, the point about the EC's actions, uh, which might limit or suppress, uh, you know, the voter population, uh, but the commission, uh, arguably, might be basing their decision on CI-91, Regulation 2 specifically, uh, a reason for which they believe that's a, a more legal grounds for which they are carrying out the exercise they are carrying out. And if you look at Regulation 2 of the CI-91, and what it is saying here, and one is that the EC has that authority to, first of all, designate the registration centers for the purposes of registration of voters. That's the first legal grounds on which the argument is being made, that they have the powers, they, they have what it takes to first of all decide where that should happen. But take a look at this. The NDC now comes in to say, well, if you take a look at what uh, you know, the arguments are, A and B must be read together. Because uh, you look at B, the B is talking at a, play, a, a situation where the EC has the power to designate um, you know, uh, the polling uh, centers or the registration centers at any place it considers appropriate as a registration center, it must be doing so cognizant of suitability and, of course, the, place, uh, the, the suitability of the place for use as a polling station on election day is what we need to be mindful, mindful of. So it's not as though it's a, a blank check for the EC to decide wherever they want to go ahead and to carry out their exercise. So uh, these are some of the concerns that, you know, some are making uh, arguments on uh, and the reason for which the NDC and the likes are in court asking the court to try and intervene. There's also the point within the CI uh, Regulation 2 talking about the point on accessibility, the need to ensure that, of course, all of these people who will be coming up and turning out for the very first time have the opportunity to appear and access these registration centers easily. 
So these are the considerations going into the entire exercise, the reason for which uh, the NDC is indeed making the arguments that we are seeing today. Uh, and the NDC is also pointing out to you know, some uh, negligence on the part of the EC, which they haven't done because per the CI regulation uh, 3.0, as you're seeing on the screens now, the Electoral Commission shall revise the register of voters annually. The NDC argues that, for instance, the EC has completely neglected this role, and they haven't done that uh, in, in, in the years past. So it's the reason for which they believe that a lot more attention ought to be paid to the calls they're making, and that call is for the EC to decentralize the process and to make sure that a potential 1.35 Million people are giving equal opportunity to assess the voters, uh, the, the registration centers, and to have that power to decide the future of the country. And that's why we're looking at that here on PM Express. We'll return, and I'll tell you about my guests. Please stay. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface like this. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market. We take equal quantities of flamingo paint and this ordinary paint. We then dilute them with water. And now, let the test begin. The gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the flamingo superior paint. As you can clearly see, flamingo has the obvious better hiding. Furthermore, flamingo has painted a much larger area you know one bucket of flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability superior hiding superior coverage flamingo paint simply superior who is the good? Ghana Jollof or Nigeria Jollof? Ghana Jollof has no co-equal. The smell alone. Mm. 
Oh my god! Oh, that shit! You two they lie, eh? Now they save you when they use Google Lens and then they go put them for top. Chance. Hey. You are lying! Hey. Hey. I know lives in Tama. Every year, we they give to you back, 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 back. We are talking about piety. I want to hear the answer first. Except be the goat, huh? My guy, him be the goat. <laughs> Though our choice of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof, Alumobitis always brings us together. Alumo experience greatness in every moment. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18. Not recommended to pregnant women. This advert is FDA approved. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still need chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African bank. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on Global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface it. Mm hmm that's so true. I can see S. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Ah! Don't say no to me. Whiskey. Wash All of a sudden, my voice is different. And we need to try a call. Uh, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey whiskey. Shale, honey near their frow. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now to test me is smooth. And it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. Bama. <laughs> Bama. Bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey. Blended with natural honey flavor. Hey, what's up? Bama. Hey, what do you want for Sikantan Sata? Oh. 
Black Rock Whiskey, Tabby, the feel is smooth, National. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. About one third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-1613-233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghana Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. And thanks for staying with us uh, here on PM Express. And we need to tell you that PM Express uh, is brought to you by Sherry Tree Properties. And they are urging you that if you need a space, uh, you need to go for people who develop spaces as though uh, they were going to occupy those spaces uh, themselves. And uh, Syntex Stanks is also supporting uh, the conversation uh, this evening. And no more beaters is also on with us in Ghana A's commission. Now, no matter your water needs, Syntex Tank uh, is the first to introduce uh, a number and a variety uh, of offers that they have for you. They are introducing to you now uh, the customer specs order, uh, which lets you to order any color, size, or preference at all that you need. So anytime you want some, uh, you know, special warranty, the longest ever, you can get it from Syntex tanks. Uh, They're giving you seven years warranty uh, on all of the tanks that you'd uh, purchase from them. So whatever your need, whatever your consumption, your size, your project, or demand, you all only need to choose Syntex Tank. And of course, you can call them on 0244-335-168 and shop online as well. It's at SyntexGH.com. 
uh, .com and Syntex Tank is telling you that A is strong, A is tough. Uh, Secretary, uh, properties are here again, and we know that desires are like wishes. Beauty is a promise of happiness, but passion is everything. So if you're thinking about, you know, buying a new home, then you need to talk to those who build that home with passion. They have the Sloan Square, uh, a new gated community developed, uh, development going on at Sakumono, and it's devo- developed by the Cherry Properties, uh, one of a kind, well-planned uh, luxury uh, area that you've never experienced before. So you need to give them a call just to be a part of it. Uh, 0553-662-366 and Cherry Properties is telling you that they are coming through with sophistication and class. So now to my guest uh, t- tonight and uh, joining us in studio is uh, Sami Jenfi. He is uh, the National uh, Communications Officer uh, for the National Democratic Congress. He's joining us uh, tonight for a conversation. Thank you, Sami, for joining us. And uh, Haruna Mohammed uh, is the Deputy uh, General Secretary of the Governing New Patriotic Party. Thank you, gentlemen, uh, both for spending some time with us. So let's get straight to the issues. Uh, Sami, there's no need wasting a lot of time because uh, you've told us the reason for which the court, for instance, has not heard your case as of now. The registrar, as you uh, told the, the country, uh, has indicated to you that upon the return of the Chief Justice, then you would know when the case will be heard. We can confirm, at least, that we've seen in public the presence of the Chief Justice who was just uh, attending the Ganaba conference. Have you now been communicated to what, when the case will be heard or what, what the fate of the NDC will be in this case? Well, first of all, I think um, we have to make the point and this new um, system where persons who file processes in the Supreme Court are told to wait for the Chief Justice to give them a return date when the matter will be heard is very new, it is strange, it is weird, it is unacceptable. It does not and cannot happen in any serious civilized country built and run on systems. The practice in the past that we all know of as lawyers is that when processes are filed like that, the registrar of the court just checks its calendar and gives you a return date. Usually, if it's an injunction application, you will get a date you know, within reasonable time mm-hmm. so that the application is not rendered moot. Or you are, I mean, the date does not overreach you yeah. as an applicant in the matter. We filed this action in the Supreme Court on Thursday. I mean, the main rate, substantive rate, and uh, consequently filed the application for injunction. We're not given any return date for the injunction application. Mm-hmm. We're told that the Chief Justice was out of town, and she has to, I mean, certify or approve the date. That is totally unheard of. It is totally unacceptable, and. It must be stopped. We cannot... You, you don't want to give the benefit of the doubt? No, no, no. But that is what the registrar told us, mm-hmm. and that is what we are working with. Mm-hmm. And in which country do you have such a practice that the chief justice, the head of the entire judiciary, is now the registrar of the Supreme Court? She now gives dates when uh, applications will be heard. That is totally, um, I mean, um, 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 ridiculous. I cannot even, uh, um, you know, imagine something like that happening in Ghana. Yet it is happening. That is why some of us are very sad mm. that the judiciary is sinking this low. Well, but, yeah. but, but, you know, assuming without admitting that even the system was right, mm. the point is 
every leader must learn to delegate power. Assuming without admitting that what the registrar told us is true. And indeed, the Chief Justice is the one vested with authority to give us a return date. At least in the absence of the Chief Justice, the reasonable expectation is that she should be able to delegate one of the justices of the Supreme Court. The practice has always been to delegate the senior most to act in her stead. If she doesn't want, or if she's not comfortable with the delegation of the senior most, she can delegate anybody to perform that. So you cannot say that for the apex cost of our country, uh, the administration of justice in the apex cost, our Supreme Court, mm-hmm. must come to the, a standstill because the chief justice is out of town. What happened to delegation? Well, clearly you can see a certain sinister you know, plot or agenda to ensure that this matter is not heard in good or in reasonable time. Well, well, and we are, we are I'm gathering, sure we can I'm gathering, I'm gathering mm-hmm. from our lawyers mm-hmm. this evening that um, we are being told that the matter will be heard on the 17th of October, mm. 2023. And that would mean that, that the case, or I mean, the reason for that, which... That the exercise would, yeah, would have ended on the 2nd of October. Precisely, but, but let's uh, keep the benefit ridiculous. of the doubt. We, 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 we yeah. still have to wait for that official communication. And that's why, for now, I want us to deal with the substance of the issues that you're yeah. waiting before. But, you know, months. before I go into the substance yeah. of the mm-hmm. issue, yes, this is my camera, right? Yes, precisely. I want to look into this camera. And speak to all Ghanaians, all those watching this show, particularly first-time voters, mm-hmm. particularly those who have not registered mm-hmm. as voters. Right. The upcoming limited registration exercise is meant for you. Your vote is your power. There are a lot of shenanigans going on by the MPP and the Electoral Commission to deprive you of your vote. And that is why they are restricting the exercise to their district offices. You need to defy them. And you need to go out tomorrow. Should they commence the exercise tomorrow, you need to go out from tomorrow and ensure that you are registered. That is your sacrifice. That is your contribution to nation building. So notwithstanding all the points I am about to make about our concerns yes. with regards to this impending limited registration exercise, I want to leave my audience in no doubt about the fact that should the exercise be commenced tomorrow, they have to go out and participate mm. because their vote is their power and they must not allow mm. this despotic Akufuado Bawumia MPP government who is working, who is in cahoots with the EC to suppress votes to have his way and deprive them of their franchise. So now take out the before. accusations against the government and the others. No, no, but no, but no, those the are reason for which those are facts. It, well, By it, the time I'm done facts, with, with, with the substantive facts mm. or the substantive you know, issues, yeah. you will understand but, why but I'm saying But it's the so. reason for which some believe that, I mean, the reason why you're going to court can easily be addressed simply by what you're doing. The mobilization capacity that you have as a political party, the NDC. It, it could be that easy for the NDC to okay, move now. people out, move them to the district offices, Instead of, you know, trying to challenge all of this in court, why, why is the NDC failing to go through that route of mobilizing your people to go out and, and Please, may I know the district you hail from? I, I'm, 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 well, I'm based in the Volta region, the whole central constituency. Whole central constituency. Yes, and you think that everybody in whole central constituency, you know the communities and the towns within mm. whose whom, central uh, uh, I mean, whole central is very Quite, urban. Yeah, yes. But even there, mm-hmm. in that urban community, you think everybody can afford transportation fair and move from their places of abode mm. to the district offices of the EC. People have to travel 50 kilometers, 60 kilometers, 70 kilometers, 100 kilometers yeah. and over. They have to pay transportation fares of 100 Ghana cities and above. Some don't even have the Ghana card and the passports mm. and will require the assistance of guarantors. 
And so under the circumstances, they have to also transport their guarantors mm-hmm. at such exorbitant prices. Look at the excruciating hardships we're already going through. Look at the high cost of living. Look at the high rate of unemployment. What happens to the, the young 18-year-old boy who doesn't have a job? Can't even afford one square meal a day. How can the person afford the transportation cost to travel 100 kilometers and back just to register? What about if they go and join long queues because everybody is congregating at the same spot in the district and it doesn't even get to the attend for them to register? Where would they be sleeping? Would they be going and coming again? Look, what we are saying is common sense. This is not technical. The right to vote is inalienable. It is constitutionally guaranteed. Article 42 is clear. Every citizen 18 years and above and of a sound mind is entitled to be registered as a voter and to vote in public elections and referenda. It is their entitlement. And Article 45 of the Constitution says that the Electoral Commission must undertake programs to expand access to limited registration. In 2019, we did limited registration in this country under GMENSA. We did it at 1,500 centers, electoral areas. 1,500 centers. And even that one, we were targeting a lower number. How come that four years after in 2023, when we are targeting a higher number, because of the backlog they have created, you know that the law, Regulation 30 of CI-91, mandates them, imposes a duty on them to revise the register every year. But in 2021, there was no limited registration. 2022, no limited registration. And that has created a backlog of over almost 3 million eligible registrants. Now, the, the, the backlog is so huge, yet they are reducing the 2019 regist- number of 20, uh, registration centers in 2019 from 1,500 to 268. Does this make sense? It simply doesn't make sense. You should actually be expanded because that is what they are enjoined to do by Article 45 of the 1992 Constitution, which spells out their functions as an electoral management body. Aside that, the EC has its own law, CI-91, which provides for the choice of registration centers. What must go into choosing registration centers? And Regulation 2, sub-Regulation 2 yeah. of the law, you've read it, says that in designating a place as a registration center, Suitability. the Electoral Commission shall take cognizance of the suitability of that place mm-hmm. as a police station on election day. We know that the district offices of the EC cannot and has, have never been police stations on election. Well, they are not suitable. They, they may very no, they are not suitable. We, that is why we never use what? them. No. You, you never know. But even the second mm-hmm. point, he says you, they must take into consideration the accessibility of the place, yeah. the registration center, yeah. to the voter. Why will you say that in the whole district, when you can bring the registration to the doorstep of every Ghanaian and do it in the communities, electoral area level, in a transparent manner, you won't do it. They must all come to the district office. Yet, they have all the equipment. The equipment they use for the 2019 limited registration and the 2020 nationwide new registration we did. All the equipment are there. Money is not the excuse. They are the most resourced electoral commission. They've not asked for money and have been refused by the government or by parliament. So what is the excuse? You know why they are doing this unreasonable thing? You know why they are on this unconscionable path, this unlawful path? They are doing it because they want to suppress votes. They know that the NPP is in office. They have the largesse of states. They can have access to taxpayers' money and transport their, um, I mean, supporters to various district offices. While opposition parties cannot do that. 
So to give the MPP an unfair advantage, they are restricting the centers of registration to the district offices so that they can do the bastard while the opposition parties cannot do. And that is why for the first time, you've seen that not just the NDCO, now the CPP, the PNC, the LPG, APC, yeah. the LPG, the GCPP, all these parties, they are saying that enough is enough. This is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. What you're doing will suppress votes, it will disenfranchise people, it will deprive them of their constitutionally guaranteed right to vote. So this thing we are saying is the truth. Mm -hmm. Kodbio is in support of our position. There is no, not even a single stakeholder mm -hmm. in our elections, be it a political party, a CSO, a, a civil society, organ I mean, a pressure group, an observer who has supported this stance of the EC, uh, except say, the new patriotic the, party, and that, who is, are the masterminds mm. and the sole beneficiaries of this unreasonable election Reagan plot okay, so I mean, or the Jean Mensa yeah, Bosman so I mean, led the Electoral Commission. About the third time you're mentioning the new patriotic party, Haruna uh, uh, Mohammed is the Deputy uh, General Secretary of the party. He's also uh, joining us uh, for this conversation. Haruna, let, let's talk about you know, uh, some of the issues that Sami has raised. Uh, by now, uh, if indeed we're going by the analysis that they're making, that a lot of people will be disenfranchised, you should have a political party, such as the New Patriotic Party, join forces with the NDC for the very first time to tell the EC that, look, open up the system, let more and more people flood the centers. Why are you not supporting that? And kindly unmute for me so I can hear the points you're, you're making. I said, uh, thank you very much, Bless. Um, I'm very happy uh, that this conversation is coming on at this particular material moment. Uh, I say good, good evening to your cherished uh, viewers. And uh, to make my point very straight, uh, I've heard my brother Sami made a uh, couple of points in regards to the opposition on the limited registration. Uh, he has quoted portions of the Constitution mm -hmm. uh, to support his claim. And for us as, as MPP, as a party, we are not in competition with the NDC as to decision making for corporate bodies such as Electoral Commission. Mm -hmm. The MPP is on its own. We are not in any competition in terms of decision making. We don't pick fights with people because other people have joined. We pick issues that we address because we think that these matters that we are going to concern ourselves with must be very legitimate. These matters that we are going to concern ourselves with must be appropriate. And we must weigh the size of the point of whatever issue that uh, comes into play. So when you weigh um, the issues, when you weigh the issues, you don't, are you telling me honestly that you don't yeah, see our option, any, our argument, option not, any argument, any our legitimate option, argument from the NDC? Our, our, option, our option was not to go to court. Mm -hmm. First of all, the position that they have taken and the position of the Electoral Commission, you ask yourself, is the position of Electoral Commission illegal? On point of law, no. He quoted a provision in the Constitution, which is Article 42, and he read that portion that says every citizen of Ghana of 18 years of age or above and of sound mind has the right to vote and is entitled to be registered as a voter for the purposes of public election. This did not say that your right to vote must be a right to closeness to registration. Mm -hmm. yeah, whatever the distance is, how, how about whatever, the mm. whatever the distance is, your right to vote, distance should not stop your right. Distance should not stop your right. 
However, it is not our position that the Electoral Commission establishing only one center for the registration. But it is our position that if that should be the case, what should the MPP as a party do? And I stand here to debunk the notion that the MPP is in bed with the Electoral Commission to superintend over this particular matter. We are not a body that the Constitution gives the mandate to take such a decision. Okay, you, you've, asked yourself, decision. You, you've asked yourself a very critical question that, uh, okay, you disagree with the NDC's position, and yet uh, you're looking at possibly ways by which as a political party you can come in and support. Do I, do I get your explanation right? How will we be able to get people out there to register? So how do you intend to do that? Party. So, so how do you yes, intend to I, do that as a political party? Just, just give me an example. Uh, as a political party, we have electoral area coordinators. We have police station executives. Mm -hmm. And we have constituency executives. We have other members of the party in various areas within the constituency. We have our strategy as to how we'll be able to get people out to register. I'm just asking for an example, sir. That's the example. I've, I've given you several examples, plethora of them. I said we have police station executives. Mm -hmm. We have electoral area coordinators. Yes, true. How we do have they, the, question, the question about how they'll get to the district offices. That, that's the question I'm asking. Yes, how they'll get to the district offices is to identify the first-time voters. When you are able to identify them, you, de you determine the ways and means of which you'll be able to get them to the center. Yeah, Haruna Mohamed, my question, that I is mean, the... you, you clearly understand my question. How do you intend to have these first-time voters? Mind you, some of them you are just 18. We'll get, we'll get means at which they will get to the center. Okay, you will find if means for that. If you are going to get that, is it not by transportation? It precisely. If, <laughs> if, even if it is at your electoral area, mm -hmm. it's, it's not everybody that is staying in the same the, the vicinity in which the polling center is going to be cited. Notwithstanding the fact that the, the center is cited at the Electoral Commission's office, we as political parties have to find a way to get the people to those particular registration centers. Is that the decision, is that the decision you've taken as the NPP, that based on the policy the EC is taking, you may bus, and I'm not saying that's I mean, just tell me what you've decided. You may bus first-time voters to the district centers is that a consideration you're making if, as a if, even even if the centers was decentralized to electoral areas you will still bust people that is the point i am making and i want to correct this impression <laughs> he quoted article 45 where he says that it is within the right of the electoral commission to expand article 45a says to compile the register of voters and revise it at such periods as may be determined by law there is no word like expand. Yeah, but have you referred yourself to the CI? Yes, I did. Yes. The, the, the no, hold on. Me. Can I come, can I come I, in? Sorry, sorry, just no, give me a minute to land, and I'll give you the opportunity. Yes, go ahead. Yes, Haruna, just, just, yes. Haruna, go ahead. He referred to CI 91. Yeah. He referred to Regulation 2.1, which he said that the commission... The commission shall designate registration centers for the purpose of the registration of voters. Mm. He went further to add on to B, where he said that may designate, it, may designate any place it considers appropriate as a registration center. This is the commission, not political parties. The commission may, whether suitability, whether closeness, it is the commission.
And in this case, the commission had taken a decision that the electoral commission office is the most suitable. The provisions have, in have, that particular you, regulation have, is to the electoral commission. Have you averted your minds to the last exercise the commission carried out? Uh, and in how many areas was, was this registration done? If they do it even in 2,000 centers and they think that they can now do it in 268 centers, it is their right. That is why I'm saying that constitutionally, is it wrong? Is it my brother? My brother Haruna, good evening to Haruna. Mm -hmm. First of all, Haruna says that I made a point mm. that, per, that Article 45 of the 1992 mm. Constitution enjoins the Electoral Commission to expand the registration of right. voters and that take programs to expand the registration of voters. And he says that is not there. Haruna, did you please respectfully did you say that that is not that Article 45? I said Article 45A says to compile the register of voters and revise it at set periods as may be determined by law. So you are saying there is that no expand you are saying there is no expansion of voter registration at Article 45. Okay. So can you read I, am saying that I can say I can, in Article 45A. Sami, I said 45E. <laughs> you so maybe you didn't maybe you didn't you didn't listen to me. So 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 yes, can you read Article 45? E. So, so I mean, just, just no, no, let him read it. Let, 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 let him read but, it. But just build a point. No, so people that, are listening. People are watching. I will read it. He has the constitution in front of him. Please. Let him read Please. Article 45E. You e, not A. It. it says to undertake programs for the expansion of registration of voters, not registration voila, centers. Voila, voila. Not registration This is exactly centers. what I said. Yes. Now let me continue my point. Not registration please, please, centers. Please, please, please. Can I, can I, I brought you in. Let me continue my point. I'll give you the time. It's not registration centers. Okay, Harold, I'll give you the time to also respond. So, this is a serious platform. Just build a point for me. Let's not, let's not, let's move on. Let's see the conversation. Let's go. You make the point that Article 45 makes no allusion to the expansion of the need for the Electoral Commission to undertake programs to expand voter registration. But it is that black and white. The Electoral Commission... Oh, can I, can I, can I, can I have my time The Electoral Commission shall have the following functions. E, to undertake programs for the expansion of the registration of voters. How do you expand registration of voters when you are reducing registration centers? From 1,500 in 2019 to 268. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean maybe to, they, to expand, they have so many machines no, at the ah, office there. To this this is common sense. You expand the registration mm. by expanding access. Mm. And you expand access by creating more registration centers and registration points. It's as simple as that. Again, he says that uh, what the EC is doing is not against the law. It is not illegal. And that I made reference to Regulation 2.1. In fact, I didn't make reference to Regulation 2.1. When we are talking this, you listen well. I made re re reference to Regulation 2.2 of CI 91. And what it says is that in designating a place as a registration center, the commission shall, shall, shall is mandatory. It is not permissive. It is not optional. It is compulsory. The commission shall take into consideration the suitability of the place for use as a police station on election day. Are district offices of the EC suitable for police stations? We've never done that, and we will never do that in 2024. That is why... Police but, stations but are within the communities of the people. Telly, I'm saying you then, might hold on, hold on, hold on. Then B, and then B, the and B, the accessibility of the place to prospective applicants for registration. And Haruna is telling our audience mm -hmm. 
that for the poor young guy, 18 years old, 19 years old, first time voter, he wants to register and exercise his franchise. He lives at Boko or Bole. He has to travel 100 kilometers before he gets to the district capital. The transportation in and out for him alone is about 120 Ghana cities. Not to talk about the transportation cost for his guarantors if he doesn't have the passport and the Ghana card. And you are saying that this is acceptable. This is accessibility. The accessibility the law is talking about. So you don't need to be a lawyer to know that what the EC is doing is unlawful. It is unreasonable. It is unconscionable. And that there is a sinister motive behind it. The sinister motive is what Haruna has explained. You see that he's very happy. He says they will be transporting people. So how are they able to transport people and bus people? Because they have the money. You recall their deputy general secretary, Nano Bribwine, when they went for their national conference at Cape Coast, said that the Jubilee House gave them about 5 million Ghana cities for their own party conference. That is what they do. PNC, PPP, APC, NDC, we, the parties in opposition, how are we going to transport these millions of people across the 268 districts? So there cannot be any level playing field. There cannot be that accessibility that the law is talking about if we are to work with what the EC okay. is proposing. And, and finally, yeah. finally, you know that with the time-tested system of registering voters, your limited registration, at the electoral area level, what that helps us to achieve as a country is transparency because... At that level, political parties are able to recruit, train, and deploy polling agents yeah. who reside in those communities. Yeah. And they are able to check imposters, people who are barred from one constituency to the other, and they come under the pretext as being ordinary residents of yeah. those areas. They are able to challenge them. Yeah. Now, my brother, that they are restricting the registration exclusively to the district centers. How are you able to check that? Can you have an agent? Who knows all the people who live in his or her district? Emphatically, no. So what they are doing is they want to promote gerrymandering. They want to be able to bust people from their stronghold to constituencies that we want marginally so that they can take those seats. But we are saying yeah. that we will not allow that okay, to Sammy, continue. Okay, Sammy, as the starts tomorrow, are you sending your reps No, we have already, to, of course. You've deployed your course, reps. You what they are doing, it, it doesn't make it right. Okay. In fact, as we speak, mm. even by law, the EC cannot proceed. And by their own precedence. Mm. Because they have been served two applications for injunction from competent courts of jurisdiction, specifically the Tamil High Courts. Mm-hmm. They've been sent an injunction application. And you recall, when we're having our presidential primaries, right. and Dr. Dufour served the EC an injunction application barely a day to the election. The EC said that per their operation mm-hmm. procedures, they once they are served an injunction, they cannot proceed. Yeah. Ally? That is what they told us. Mm. Today, a court of competent jurisdiction has served you an application for injunction. And they are saying to hell with the court. Mm. We proceed nonetheless. This can only happen in a Kufuados Ghana, which is being turned into a banana republic, where state institutions are being bastardized, where the rule of law, the fundamental human rights of citizens, the important right to vote, is being cheapened, is being suppressed, so that... A despotic, failed, corrupt incumbent okay. can have an electoral let, let, advantage. Let's bring in Haruna. This can only happen in Ghana. Haruna, are, are you participating in the exercise tomorrow as a party? Sure. The party is very ready to participate in the exercise because uh, from onset we have made it uh, a point that we are not going to join the, the lawsuit and uh, we have made every preparation uh, as a corporate body to make sure that uh, we get our agents prepared 
uh, we have started uh, doing some work ahead of tomorrow uh, to make sure that uh, we get all our agents to their registration centers. Um, we would have wished to have it done at uh, many other places, but this is where the Electoral Commission has so decided, and we, as a law-abiding party, uh, will go through and make sure that everything that our agents and our party people need uh, to be able to uh, get first-time voters uh, who are legible to register, we will do it uh, at our possible best to get them. We have done all our trainings. Uh, I also stand here to uh, call on all uh, first-time voters uh, who have seen the good works of this party, more especially those who have benefited from this free senior high school policy, uh, who majority of them will be registering for the first time to vote, uh, should get out there. They should not be deterred. Uh, they should not uh, think that something untoward is going to happen. Uh, it is their right to register and their right to vote. And I think that uh, this is the appropriate time for them to take uh, measures. There are other people too who could not register, uh, even though they have uh, they are over 18 years and uh, during the time of registration in 2020, they were not able to take the advantage of that. And today, uh, the door is open for them. Let's remember that this is a limited registration. This, this is not a mass registration. And in limited registration, the Electoral Commission, as the laws has established, uh, is given the right to determine uh, suitability places of registration. That is the Commission, not any other person. And we think that we'll go by that. In terms of uh, service of uh, this uh, uh, rate of injunctions, I think that the Electoral Commission is a law-abiding uh, institution. If they are properly served, and I think that it is within the right and remit of the law to halt registration, I think that the Electoral Commission will do that. But we as a party, the MPP, we are ready to make sure that we get the people out there to register. Uh, so how about, you know, the, the issues about the standards the EC has set for itself. Uh, Samir was just pointing to that. In fact, they experienced that during their internal elections. You don't feel that the EC should be guided by that, at least? If the EC... It, it was the same EC. It's not a different EC now. If the service, the EC, thinks that that is appropriate for them to hold, they will do so. I am not aware, because I'm not part of the Electoral Commission. I don't know uh, the service, whether... It has been served to them, whether the, the, the injunction has went through the due process to get to them, it is the Electoral Commission. For I will not be able to determine so because I am not uh, uh, speaking and working for Electoral Commission. Mm. Well, brother, I would like you to ask my good friend, uh, Haruna Mohamed, a simple question. He's from Zabzugu. Mm -hmm. Ask him what is the distance from Sabali in Zabzugu? Okay. So Haruna, you, you are aware of, of what he was about to ask ah, okay. you, the point about accessibility. You know the area too well. And, and that is accessible. Your, your people are watching you. I'm a royal, so I know that. The issue about accessibility. And that is accessible. Yeah, very, very accessible. The World Bank oh. project, the road is ongoing, it's been tarred. What, what is the transportation fare? Okay. What is the transportation fare? Uh, and our mothers in the village, and the know. villages there, how many of yeah, them can the afford it? is just starting, so we wait, to see. we wait to see what then will happen uh, in the next two hours. Aruna, uh, Mohammed is the Deputy General Secretary of uh, the New Patriotic Party. We're about to wrapping up. Okay, let me give uh, 30 seconds each to, to well, you guys so what, that uh, you can send your message to your base.
Um, per law, mm -hmm. by the law, going strictly by the law, if yeah. I can put it that way, mm. the EC is not supposed to start the exercise tomorrow so because they've been served an injunction. Mm. But should they decide to be lawless, yeah. as they have always been, we'll be ready for them. We are calling on all Guineans who have turned 18 years mm -hmm. and above, all those who have not registered in times past to take advantage, defy their shenanigans, mm. and to register so that we can kick out this incompetent, okay, corrupt, so. and this nation-wrecking Akufuadobawumia MPP government. We are leaving no stone on 10. Yeah. If they say they want to start tomorrow against the law because they have gone unto themselves, right. we are ready for them. They yeah. will not have their way right. in manipulating this mm. election for the Kufuado NPP uh, guys. Your, your final take. We are ready this. for them. Uh, you're, you're muted, Haruna. I'm saying that we are not interested in any uh, uh, institution to manipulate elections for us. We have won public elections in this country. We don't need the electoral commission to manipulate anything for us. Mm. With regards to the law, I don't think that if there is anything that is legally or in a legal frame, mm. that the Electoral Commission will uh, go against that. Right. Uh, if they are properly served, I think that they will obey. The NDC okay. should stop this, this, this running around and join the race so that we go get Ghanaians to get out to register. I think that that is the proper thing for all of okay. us to do. We are running a democracy. Right. And it is not for them to sit down and threaten the Electoral Commission that they know what to do. Nobody can do anything in this right. country. I'm grateful. We are living in a democracy I'm, I'm, I'm that nobody can threaten any institution. Yeah, and that's uh, Haruna Mohamed, Deputy General Secretary of the New Patriotic Party. Also grateful to you, Sami Jeffy, National Communications uh, Officer for the NDC, for joining us. And that's uh, what we have for you here on uh, PM Express. I'm blessed as well. Log on to myjoyonline.com. Lots of stories there for you. Thanks. Uh,